And we're live. Live. <laughs> it's like he ambushed me. I was making sure we were rolling. And then Mike just went. I just want to make sure our live. levels were good, and we're Jay. Live, and we're live now. Jay, I want to make sure our levels were good. People need to hear us both. Well, you know, and I had to make sure we usually start right about this time, 1030 in the bunker. Yeah. The bu- and Pretty. you know what? The bunker is kind of in that that hazy. So, you know, this is a, this is a, this is a heater. It's yeah. A real At the same time, though, we're, we're not like blazing sun, so we're not completely off our game. Yeah. No. But the hazy, hot, and humid is definitely out there right now. We have to have some type of weather adversary, whether it's yeah, something or tornado. Something or is against us, folks. Don't pray for good weather, or else the podcast is not going to be <laughs> the level that you want it. We get kind of lackluster yes. in the beautiful weather. <laughs> But welcome again. Yeah, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Uh, 2 a.m., if this is you, 2 a.m., whoever you are, oh, we wow. Can, we can kind of track when you're listening. Now. I'm as tired as you are. Yes. If you're listening to us because you have insomnia and you're trying to go to sleep and the sound of Mike's voice and my voice puts you to sleep. Let us put you on, down. Then you're on track today That's with right. what we're going to talk about. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, funny story. Okay. So before I'm in the ministry, I'm I'm not even exploring the ministry. I'm just Joe. Anybody in a in a in a pew at a, at a, a church in Concord, uh, one town over from us, and the pastor asks me to read something in front of the congregation. Now, granted, I'm a semi somewhat shy person in new circumstances and new situations, so I'm like, yes, can't say. Well, number one, you can't say no to the pastor when he asks you to do something that's within your wheelhouse, right? So I said, okay, I'll do it. And I have to, I have to confess that I have, I have a new sympathy or I have more sympathy for the people that I've had read the Advent stuff and, and read the, yeah. uh, the stuff for Good Friday that we've done before, especially when names come up that you don't know how to pronounce. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, when you're in a situation like reading in front of the congregation or when you're in a situation like reading on a, on a special day like, uh, like Good Friday or something like that, you can't replace these names with Sam. Now, we had a, a Sunday school class, and that was the way that we read through the, the text when you it got difficult. Sam in there? It, yeah, instead of, instead I, of uh, a hard name that you couldn't pronounce, Sam was, having, Sam was the center in the, so in the it was, story. So it was like, for instance, Habakkuk or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, if you didn't know you how to pronounce it, and you just stuck with it. And Sam, <laughs> Sam, parted Sam, the, Sam parted the seas. <laughs> no, you can say, we know Moses, but that's all right. But... The point is, he, he gives me this text, and it's the text that I'm using this week, which is kind of funny because uh, it's like, you know, 17, 18 years later, and now I'm finally using this text, and I did not know how to pronounce one of the characters in there. And you know what? I was too afraid to ask the pastor how to do that, so I had to ask another friend that I knew was in ministry that I didn't figure would ever get back to anybody about. And I said, so how do you pronounce this? And he goes... Eutychus. And I'm like, wow, that's a weird, weird name. But yeah, Eutychus is the is the the guy out of Acts chapter 20. And he had a, a pretty interesting run-in with Paul, right? Yeah, I was reading the text. Cause I, in all honesty, sometimes I think that I don't say, I act like I'm familiar with every story Mike brings <laughs> up. Some of them I, I really had to look up and I'm like, I'm kind of familiar because I've heard people joke about somebody falling asleep during Paul's sermon. But I like in the scripture, it says, Paul was going on and on. <laughs> which, which like, I, like I said uh, earlier to Jay, that's why we always have church on the first floor. If anybody falls, I mean, what do we, what do we have, a bruise? 
We have a, we have a little bit of, a little bit of embarrassment, maybe. Yeah. Nobody's hurt. Nobody dies. You're not going to fall out of it. This was a third story. Uh, when yeah, you, and he died. The guy died. Way to, way to usher someone into reading in front of church. You read about a guy that, and right before the, right before the pastor is about to preach. Okay, uh, I don't, you know, maybe, maybe I need to be a little worried about that. Maybe I'm telling on myself. You know, um, I have a story about somebody falling asleep in church. This is great. So we had this guy in my home church that could fall asleep with his eyes open. Oh. And the pastor knew this, but he, he glazed he over. He super blank, yeah. And he wouldn't blink, so he yeah, knew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. So one day he came up with his plan, and I was in youth group at this time, and, and uh, in the middle of his sermon, he said, if any one of you thinks you're going to hell, stand up, and he yells it, and the guy jets up out of his seat. He's the only one standing up, right? You're kidding. And he goes, he looks around and he goes, Pastor, I don't know what we're voting for, but only me and you are for it. <laughs> are you serious? It's a joke. No, Aww. it really didn't happen. Yeah, it's just, Thanks a, a lot. it's just a minister joke. But yeah, he was insinuating that only the pastor and him were for going to hell. Um, that's funny, though. But my point is, is that sometimes we can glaze over i'm heart sick now <laughs> I, I, th- I thought it was i thought you well all right so now i'm gonna have to double check everything that jay says to me from here on out just to make you sure he's check me i'm gonna have to back check on a lot of stuff <laughs> but anyways our point is is that paul was was preaching very long and this guy got tired fell out a window and died, died. And then but Paul, good news, good news, good news Paul. Goodness, hold on. Paul comes and, and and jumps on him, and that's exact. I'm not I'm not making this it up. That's what that. it says in the Bible. Yeah. Jumps on him, and he starts breathing again, and he's okay. And the people take him away, and and from all that, I don't know if we I don't know how often pastors do this. I try not to do it too too often because you never can make a one to one comparison, right? But what about the three the three people that are playing a part in the story? You got Paul, you got Eutychus, and you well, I mean. These are other people, this group that yeah. that takes him back to his house that are that are thankful for what God has done, that kind of thing. And I thought, you know what? We're gonna be one of those three people at some point in our life. Mm. Now, granted, you may not be Paul's part often, maybe maybe once, maybe twice in your life, unless you're I like me. Never brought anybody back to life. No, not the bringing people oh. back to life. Oh, I bad. mean speaking. Oh, You're speaking, speaking the good oh, okay. news. You're witnessing the good news by speaking it. Uh, you're witnessing the good news by being brought back to life. You're witnessing the good news by praising God for bringing someone back to life. So the three parts being the speaker, the sleeper, and the keeper, mm. the ER endings. I, I want to try and find something that will make us think about that. But, er. but as far as the speaker is concerned, you know, we're not always, I am, every Sunday, but not everybody is put in a, in a place where you are in front of a bunch of people and your job is to share the good news. However, you could be among the people that are the keepers of that good news that the, your life models it. Your life is a testament to what God has done. And uh, you don't want to be the sleeper, right? You, you don't want to be the that's guy who... The guy. No, that's not no, your guy. That's you not don't, the guy you want to be. You don't want to be the guy that falls asleep and falls out a window because... Really, that's just saying, you know, what that's like letting what God is doing go right past you. Almost a disinterest in what the <laughs> Spirit is doing. Yeah. yeah. And, but I mean, it, 
you know, like I said, you can't do a great one-to-one comparison because he was attentively listening until he fell asleep, and he wasn't he wasn't trying to do anything it negative says to Paul. Paul was going on and on. Yeah, yeah. Also, can we just say too that maybe Paul actually was a little bit boring, but be, but but the Spirit still worked through Paul to bring back this guy. Well, you know, here can we make an inference? Here's here's where I think Jay is taking a, a very um, a very uh, dicey, like balance beamy kind of a walk on the on the thing here. At one point yeah. in the word, Paul does say, "I'm not much of a speaker," and that's what so I'm so that's possible. But to me, what I would think is, I think sometimes we we try to decide how long. <laughs> How long church is going to be? I mean, how does that how does that grip people? Yeah, right. I, I don't know if I've told the story in the podcast before, but there was one guy in the church where I was that when twelve o'clock rolled around, if I wasn't done, <laughs> I know this story. he just got up and walked out, and it, and it could be right in the middle of making the most important point of the message, but you know this guy was like you know straight out of the hymnal, and where it says you know once you get past all the talk about how you're supposed to sing and you're supposed to be loud and, and, and enjoy what you're singing. But it also says begin on time and end on time. And yes. this guy was a begin on time and end on time kind of guy. So maybe, maybe that could be part of it. But I think, I don't know. I think, I think I take it, I think I take it kind of in and out of context on this. You know, I, I don't, I, I just don't want us to fall asleep on what God is doing. Yeah. And, and, you know, we're going to, we're going to end up playing one of these three parts, right? There, there is, there is no other part. Either you're actively you're actively saying something, you're not saying anything at all, you're you're asleep to it, or you are living it out in a you know using words if necessary kind of an approach. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Thanks. You, Thanks for no, that. No, no, no. Thunderous no. affirmation. I was gonna say something, <laughs> but you just jumped in. I went. I was like a mm, pause. Like, oh yeah, because we brought that up before that, um, you know, we can speak our faith without saying anything. So, so don't think of this as being like, well, I'm never going to preach to somebody. You preach every day with right where you carry yeah. yourself, how yeah. you handle situations, yeah, um, how you respond to things on social media, how yeah. you no agree. You know, these are all Agreed. different things. Um, you know, we we've, we've been talking about core for ten weeks now, seventy two weeks, <laughs> seventy two no. weeks now. It's been a great series. But but the but the thing is, we have a core, and the, the enemy has a core, right? Mm. So the enemy's out there to corrupt. He's get he's out there to to let's see, so that'd be outreach to only think of ourselves, to think of ourselves instead. And instead of relationships, to to go it alone, you know, and yeah. and instead of executing, all he wants us to do is just simply exist. Right? Yeah, just coast. You know, just coast. Just, just be be a, be a heartbeat and and a and a circulatory system that's manning a body. Don't don't take the message to heart. Don't give the message any chance in your life or in anyone else's life. Yeah. So, so we fight that, and you know, I guess it just got the better of Eutychus, where his his body just gave out, got tired, and fell asleep and fell out the window. But you know, God's mercy, God's grace, however you want to look at it, Paul's able to bring him right back to life. I mean, that's that's good news. The fact that the people that brought him home, I think you can infer. They've got a story to tell, right? Yeah. Well, and Jesus said, you know, you'll do things like I've done even greater right. than these things. Right. So I think of that anytime an Acts, some type of miracle comes up, I'm reminded of the words that Jesus spoke. So that's almost, you know, 
Jesus referred to the Old Testament a lot to back up what he was saying. Sure. And this is just proof that that carries on to the people that are now carrying the message of what Jesus did. So Paul's healing just right. like Jesus would have. No, agreed. Not by his own power. Let me just say no, that. No, 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 yeah, certainly not. Sure. No, certainly not. No, but that. but I mean, what it to, to drop the heavy part on all this is our lives, no matter which one of these parts we play, is going to bear witness to our faith, right? Mm, yeah. It's going to bear witness. Uh, either either we are vocally vocally uh, sold out to who Jesus is, asleep to who Jesus is, because that will be the witness of our faith if if that's the case, or we are we are a living example of our faith. You know, so that is that is the witness that we carry. All of them bear witness. They bear witness to what drives who we are. In this case, for Eutychus, it was getting some shut eye. That's tough. Great job, Eutychus. You could have been in the store in <laughs> Man, a we are just way. we are just using that name as if I'm, it was ours. <laughs> this is my child. Don't Eutychus. be a Eutychus. Don't yeah, you don't want to speak that into somebody's life. No. Yeah. You know I see in you, like heroes of the Bible, you're a Eutychus. You're a Eutychus. You don't, <laughs> you don't want to go near a window if you catch my drift. <laughs> you are you are You're a sleeper. You're a sleeper. I'm sorry. You're a Eutychus. <laughs> so no, so like I said, there's yeah. there's three there's three parts that are played here, and and we will we will at some point in our life play one or more of them. So he falls out the window. Paul jumps on him, Van brings him back, Van, Van Halen style. Might as well right. jump. Might as well right. jump. Wow, a very ah. a very broad reference, but I like. It. Anyways, so he gets on. Do you think he did so, a think he did a split out the window? So no, he didn't do that. <laughs> he does the the Russian just no we won't kick out. No, we won't do that. So. My, my point is, is I'm trying to get clarity because I don't know the story well. Maybe people don't either. So who picks him up and takes him back? His own people. His, they, his they bring people, him. The his people family, that are, yeah, people the, came with. Well, he was. They were at. They're. They're listening. He wasn't the only one listening to Paul speak. Right. Right. Paul just, speaking so to people, group people that knew him. That, yeah, that group of people bringing okay. them back to his to his home. I just need the clarity if it was like absolute strangers that no, are no, like, no, 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 okay, no, no, no. no these no. are his and, people. You know, so so I I feel like, and I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a gross misinterpretation of what's going on. They're going to go back to wherever his home is and say, "You'll never you believe what happened what to Eutychus." Happened. This you, guy, you'll never believe fell what I've seen. Yeah, that's window. exactly right. And he was dead. Not yeah. just he fell and he got hurt and look, he's doing a lot better now. No, he was dead. There was no concussion. Complete. Yeah, he was. He was he like was dead. Cold, dead, 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 dead. And they're like, imagine like some professor told me one time, never view today in terms of the the past, in terms of the day of, like, how people associated. But I kind of sometimes make that, like, they're grabbing him going, yo, listen, this guy. Yeah. He's like, stop telling the story. What? It was <laughs> cool and it. all, but it, come on. Like, I gave God the glory about it. I wonder what Eutychus's vibe was after that, too. It doesn't really say what. No, and, and you know, that. I don't want us to go too far down that bunny hole to try and figure yeah. out how it all would have played out, but I I think. But my point is, is that they always had that story to point back to, and sure, we've got to have those stories where God showed up. Is my point right? And that's that's kind of that's kind of where I was going. It's like you know, don't don't fall asleep to this. You know, one of the things that I want to do as we're as we close this out for the folks on Sunday is is just try and speak a blessing over whatever part they play. But to stay awake or to make this the moment where your life is awake to what God is doing so that it, you don't fall asleep in the midst of what he's doing. 
And, uh, you know, so it's three parts and then a response. Well, uh, there's some really cool things that happen in the text. Number one is that it opens up with Paul breaking bread with people. Mm. And it closes up with Paul breaking bread with people. And then they take the young man home. And, you know, we're going to go back to communion on Sunday. And part of, part of the way that we respond to the word is when we do things that God instituted for us to do in his word. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, probably one of our greatest acts of being a community is coming around the Lord's table, right? Yeah. And, and it's, it's something that not only includes the 40, 50, 60 people that may come on a Sunday morning, uh, but it also includes the people at home, but it includes people that have come before us. You know, we are, we're sitting yeah. at that table with, with the saints that have gone before us. We're sitting at that table because we are all waiting for Christ's return. You know, so I thought, I thought, why not that be part of our response? Um, but, but I think kind of an overarching idea for me and just tied directly to this, servant, to this series is, what are you going to do with this? What are you going to do? Yeah. And, you know, we were talking before, before we started recording, and my dad, a mechanic since he was a young man, went from mechanic to service rider, which is the guy who diagnoses the stuff going on with your car, went from that to someone who drove people around at the same car place for like 44 years he was there. Wow. Yeah. He went through three different owners, Tabor Daniels and then Thomas Cadillac. And, uh, you know. He's a GM guy. He's very much a GM guy. By that too. But, but he, would, he would always say to me, what are you going to do? After something bad would happen to me or something bad would happen to him, like, you know, if a, if a customer got mad at him about something he had no, no hand in, it's like, what are you going to do? Well, I'm growing up hearing this over and over again. And, I, you know, so I'm, I'm a young kid hearing this, and I'm like, I have no idea what I, this guy is. I take I, completely I, everything you I, say to heart. I don't know what the heck you're talking about, Dad. <laughs> And, yeah, and we've then, never dismissed anything our dads have said, right? And, and then, you know, then, it, then I'm, like, I'm like 12 years old, right? Maybe 10, maybe 11 or 12. And one of my good, I mean, probably my best friend at the time came up to me and said, you know what? Uh, I had to tell this girl that I wasn't friends with you because she thinks you're weird. And I was, I, I know I was devastated. I know I was devastated. And then my dad said, what are you going to do? And, you know, the 12-year-old in me is saying, well, gee, that's a very sympathetic note, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Thanks. Thanks, Dad. Thanks. Thanks. And, you know, and, of, of course, I'm leaving out all the mechanical metaphors, and I'm leaving out all the, the way he said it himself, you know, because I'm sure it wasn't as clean as us speaking right now because, you know, he, he probably let loose how people are in real life, that kind of thing. But of course, yeah. I said, um, I said Dad... What the heck do you mean by what are you gonna <laughs> yeah, do? What are you gonna do? You know, and, and he says, Mike, um, this is this is what I'm trying to get at. Something has already been done to you. You have a choice now. You can you can let that destroy you. You can let that paint the way the rest of your day, the rest of your week, the rest of your month goes because of this one statement, or you can just simply chalk it up to somebody's done something to me. What am I gonna do? I've got to keep going. I've got to go. I've got to go on. And, and I, want, I want for us to come to the end of this sermon series asking that question, what am I going to do? What am I going to do differently? What am I going to do with all this that we've, 
that we've compiled in these 10 weeks, you know, we, we've gone from, from pulling everything into, uh, into, into four general ideas, four general things that I think the whole Bible holds together around, but these four general things, the community, the outreach, the relationships, the execution, what am I going to do to change what that looks like in my life, what that looks like in the, the lives around me? Because each one of those carries with it an eternal aspect, an aspect that Jesus himself wanted for us so that one day we would all be together again. Nothing like ending on a really heavy note, right? I, nothing, I mean, hey. Nothing, nothing yeah, like a, I, lobbing, a, lobbing a big old rock out there and saying, hey, catch this in midair and, <laughs> and watching as their hand. You ever seen that? Some guy threw uh, they, alley oop. No, they drop like a, they drop like a hundred pound cement thing, and guy's got his hands like he's gonna catch it, and it just it takes him right down to the ground because he has no idea how heavy it is. <laughs> yeah. But you know he held on to it. But it's like you, I, I can't even I can't even describe this on you know because this is a visual thing. But imagine if you're whole, you got your hands up like you're trying to catch something, and a hundred pound cement bag is being dropped. And it takes your arms faster than your legs can, you know, that, that you can catch up with it. And it almost upends you to take you down. And I, and I feel like that's kind of like the scenario that we're in right now. You've just had nine weeks of, of challenge upon challenge upon challenge upon uh, self-reflection, upon, uh, you know, the things that God has, has done to add to his people, things that God has done to, to shape his people, the things that he calls us to do to be his people. All these things in nine weeks, and now I'm saying, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to be a speaker of it? Are you going to be a sleeper in all of this? Mm. You know, uh, one of the things that I think really hit me pretty hard this, you know, putting this together is like, how many of us have weeks upon weeks of, of sermons that we've heard and we thought to ourselves, that's it, that's what God wants for my life. That's what he wants me to do. And we get out the door and we're the same person again. That, that's never happened to me. I let everything <laughs> well, that's a good soak thing. in. That's a good thing. I like to think of, my, of myself as a spiritual sponge, Mike. Sweet. I've never, I remember every sermon I've ever heard. No, I mean, well, yeah. this is exactly, this is the truth. Like we, in the moment, when you're listening, you're like, and, and the whole, you, you could have an epiphany. And then yeah. the next day, wake up and be like, "Oh well, yeah. it's Monday." Guess what? Because we're stinking humans. But you know, <laughs> you know, because we don't. We. My point is, is that you're right. It's got to stay before us. It's right. not something. It's something that we have to practice every day. And at at the same time, at the same time, if you think about this, this wonderful thing happens to you in that sermon moment, right? That truth becomes a truth to you. Becomes something you believe is absolutely true. Yes. It's also true outside the building. It's also true once the amen is given or once the benediction is given, once the last song is sung. That truth that was relayed however many minutes before is still true. Even if somebody's not right up there saying it, that truth being laid out is the truth, right? Yeah. But yet we treat it like it is a it all happens it all happens in a sterile environment, you know. It's like it's like, like Bubble you, Boy. Well, yeah, it's like you put on you put on your hazmat suit for yeah. church, and then once church is over, you rip the suit off, and you're right out there in the regular world again, and everything is just the way it was when you left it. And meanwhile, when you had that hazmat suit on, you realize there's something big happening here, and I've got to be ready for what what's big happening here. But then I just 
take it all away and go back to regular old everyday everyday person. Hmm. I mean, you could have like in question. A lot of people have said this is probably one of the most most fun that they've had. I've had a lot of fun with it too. Yeah. But now, what happens next week? <laughs> you know, I mean, we, we'll start I mean, a new. We've got big things. Oh yeah, well, but you know, you yeah. know what I'm talking about. It's like we'll start a new sermon series. Do we just put core away forever? Yeah, exactly. Do we? Because it was mainly the basis of who we're called to be as Christians. Yeah. So it has to be building out from our core. Yeah. No, I mean, I guess the I guess part of that can fall on me if I make sure that I've mentioned core even after the fact. I'll just, Still core going on here. I'm just going to sub, remember subliminal message man on, on Saturday uh, yeah. Night Live. So what you, I was thinking core is that when uh, <laughs> when you're looking at your life core and you are trying to figure out where God is core and, you, and what he's doing relationship wise core and yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. And really throw that out there. Just but throw I, it in sentences and it's it. Oh dear. The SNL skit was he's like, so I was thinking Bob Metz tickets. I was just hanging out the other <laughs> yeah. day. We were going Kevin to lunch. Kevin Nealon tickets. crushed that. <sighs> He crushed it. And he's like, all of a sudden, I feel like I want to give you Mets tickets. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe. <laughs> I mean, certainly it worked. It worked in the in the skit, but, you know, I, I guess. But it's not just that easy. Yeah. I, I guess what I would want is I would want this nine or ten weeks of a sermon series not to be like like an old film that you put back in the can and you, you put it up on the wall because you don't, well, you're waiting for the next new film to come out and you, you don't have to look at that that'll be a that'll be a second run somewhere else it won't be first run anymore well you know i, I think it's funny you mentioned films because i feel like some films and songs spark nostalgia and that are true to our lives the really good ones that really mean something to you you watch over and over again so yeah. hopefully this is something hopefully this is like back to the future trilogy for me because if it's on i gotta watch it you know so hopefully well, for me personally Hopefully, core is something that's affected me. That and we've tried to, and we're trying to make it to where you remember it. Like we have the bracelets and stuff. We're trying to do things that really and, make you. And thank think you to about. everybody that came and grabbed extras that they were going to give away. Yeah, do that. And and they still they've bunch. turned they've turned into invitations. Actually, and I was with someone. They said, "Yeah, I gave out three bracelets," and I said, "You need to come to church." And I was like, "Dude, that's exactly what you want to do. You want to make it. You want to make it something that's worth people's time to, to to be a part of." So you know, I, I guess. I guess when I when I envisioned all this some time ago, and and really I really have to give God the credit on this one because it was like it was like midnight twelve twenty or something like that, and the word core came to mind. And I mean I'm I'm trying to go to sleep and I'm I'm restless and I and I wrote it down and and I realized it wasn't just a really cool word. It was it was going to be what held the whole thing together, but then it went even beyond that. It's like I could see this as as something on a banner anytime you walked into our space that what is at your core is what we're always thinking even outside of that sermon series you know yeah and yeah. and you know that would be that would be my greatest hope you know and in in case of the the text today the greatest hope would be that 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 saving of that life didn't just only occur in the vacuum of that sterile moment where Paul jumps on him and he comes back to life I would hate for that to be as, but and obviously that's not the case because Paul wrote about it. Yeah. Right. Or, exactly. or Luke wrote about it, watching what Paul had done. I'm sorry, Luke wrote about what he saw Paul do for Eutychus. So, so yeah, I mean, in this one respect, that it didn't happen the way it could have happened. You know, it didn't get a, it didn't just get completely lost in the shuffle of what happened in life. But, 
too many of those situations in our life do. Mm. And, and, and I, guess, I guess if I want us looking at our core for the last nine weeks, I want it to go beyond that. And I want us to always be looking what's at our core and are we living up to what's supposed to be at our core. And so, so hopefully when this is all said and done, this moment where they broke bread at the beginning of the text, broke bread at the end of the text, we break bread. It is we break bread not only to commemorate what Jesus did, but also to say amongst each other, we are sitting down and we are we are we are commissioning ourselves. We are we are being commissioned in this moment to be about our core, and you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And and, and it is like a, this is like a, a place where we can punctuate this moment with with this this sacred moment. A culmination, almost. Yeah. Of, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. and that way, people have more of a more of a I don't want to say a buy-in, but they have more of a, a vested interest because. We are tying it into this moment where Jesus is so vulnerable to his disciples and is also, uh, you know, instituting something that we now do now. What if? What if we start thinking about our core in terms of not just when it's on the sermon series, but we're always thinking about our core. We're always thinking about those those four things. You know, that's kind of that's kind of where I wanted this whole thing to kind of land. Is that maybe it doesn't land? Yeah, maybe it keep maybe it stays up there. It's it's always in the background. It's like a, it's it's like the music on an elevator. It has nothing to do with the up or down, but it's it, always on. It's, it's always on. It's part of it's part of the whole experience. Part of the experience. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So we we hope to see you Sunday. We'll see you at the table. So yeah, that'd be um, great. Maybe start praying about that. Maybe some things that you um, want to pray about while you do communion. Communion for me is always very special. So we'll see you Sunday, and we'll wrap this up, but not really wrap it up. That's right. There you go. Ah, that's that's what I call listening right there. Right, Good job, right. Jay. So if I'm listening, hopefully you are too. So have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Have a good or one. Or Sunday. My bad. See you Sunday. Peace.